I'm Alan Lytle, 91.3 WUKY News, where it is time for another edition of WUKY's award-winning history series, Saving Stories, with Dr. Doug Boyd from the Louis B. Nunn Center for Oral History in the UK Libraries. It's a segment where we feature interviews from the collection. Good day to you, Doug. It's good to be here. It is Derby Week uh, 2022, and the Nunn Center has been chronicling the thoroughbred industry for nigh on about 50 years now. That's correct. The Nunn Center has about 150-plus interviews documenting various aspects of the horse industry. We've interviewed trainers, jockeys, farriers. We also have interviews with owners. And today we're going to hear from one of those owners who found himself in the winner's circle more than 25 years ago on Derby Day. Today we're featuring an interview with William T. Young. Before I came here this morning, I had a student walk into my office at the Nunn Center and ask who I was listening to. And I said, William T. Young. And she said, oh, the library guy. And yes, it is true. William T. Young is responsible for building the remarkable library at the University of Kentucky, the University of Kentucky Libraries. If you haven't been in that library architecturally, this thing is spectacular. But William T. Young has other claims to fame. In fact, William T. Young was born in Lexington, Kentucky in 1918. He graduated from the University of Kentucky in 1939, served in the Army during World War II. In 1946, William T. Young came back to Lexington and, as a budding entrepreneur, launched a company that made peanut butter. He was so successful with the big top brand peanut butter that he sold the company to Procter & Gamble in 1955, who then renamed the brand to Jif. Oh, and we have the Jif plant. Uh, on uh, Winchester Road. That's right. So one of his more successful business ventures over the years was Overbrook Farm and his role in the horse industry. 1972, he established Overbrook Farm. 1983, he bred Stormcat. Stormcat went on to be one of the most highest-priced sires of all time. Young and Overbrook Farm had several horses actually enter the Derby unsuccessfully. But in 1996, he won the Kentucky Derby with Grindstone. And in our 2001 interview with William T. Young, the interviewer asks him to describe Grindstone's victory. Well, I had as good a seat as I was right on the finish line in a front-line box, and the race was so close, and Grindstone was, was, made such a late move, he didn't get a call from the track announcer all the way around. I didn't know where he was. I just assumed he was in the back end. And the first time, the first call he got, he was at the 16th pole. Yeah. And even there, he was still way behind. He simply overtook the last two or three horses and won by nose. So the only excitement I had was at the finish line. I couldn't believe it, really. And um, and I refused to. Everybody was rushing around in the box and headed this way or that way or headed for the winner's circle. But I didn't budge until they announced that he was a winner. <laughs> but there's no doubt about it, it was an emotional event. and. Uh, I don't mean to say a one-horse race equates another. It simply doesn't. But if you win a graded stakes race, especially a classic like the Derby, or even a grade one, it's, 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 it's right exciting. Throughout this interview, William T. Young is incredibly grounded and humble about his victory in the Kentucky Derby in 1996. But he's also very practical. Most of the entries that I've put in the Derby we never had any overwhelming confidence in any of them. And I think it's a matter of luck as well as maybe some ability that 
uh, the 1996 was was Grindstone's day. In the Kentucky Derby that year, Grindstone was ridden by Hall of Fame jockey Jerry Bailey. He was trained by a young D. Wayne Lucas, who with Grindstone won his sixth straight victory in a Triple Crown race. As I remember, he was really on a roll back in the 90s. It was pretty remarkable. William T. Young died just three years after we conducted this interview back in 2004. Grindstone, on the other hand, died in March of this year at the age of 29. He was briefly the oldest living Kentucky Derby winner. Fascinating story. And of course, all of these interviews that we talk about are online. The William T. Young Oral History Project contains 15 interviews. Those interviews are online. We have over 150 interviews on the horse industry, all available online at KentuckyOralHistory.org. Doug Boyd from the Louis B. Nunn Center for Oral History in the UK Libraries has been our guest again on Saving Stories. Have a good one. Thanks for having me.